Hi, and welcome to the Book of Rulebooks. My name is Mathieu Labrasse, and today I'll read to you Chapter 17, Orléans, a game designed by Reiner Stockhausen and published by Capstone Games and DLP Games. During the medieval going-ons around Orléans, you must assemble the following of farmers, merchants, knights, monks, and more to gain supremacy through trade, construction, and science in medieval France. In Orléans, you will recruit followers and put them to work to make use of their abilities. Farmers and boatmen supply you with money and goods. Knights expand your scope of action and secure your mercantile expeditions. Craftsmen build trading stations and tools to facilitate work. Scholars make progress in science. Traders open up new locations for you to use your followers. And last but not least, it cannot hurt to get active in monasteries since with monks on your side, you are much less likely to fall prey to fate. You will always want to take more actions than possible, and there are many paths to victory. The challenge is to combine all elements as best as possible with regard to your strategy. The setup. First, each player takes one follower's bag, five coins, as well as the following components in one player color. The seven markers, which are the wooden cube, one player board, one merchant token, 10 trading stations, a set of followers, which consist of a farmer, a boatman, a craftsman, as well as a traders, and then place your trading stations and coins in front of you. Place the four followers of your color on the market spaces of your player board. Second, place the large game board, which are the places and terrain, as well as the beneficial deeds board on the table. Third, place the technology tile in a stack on the appropriate space of the game board. If there are less than five players, remove four technology tiles from the game. Fourth, remove the pilgrimage start tile which are the lighter hue with the monks, from the 18-hour glass tiles for now. Separate the remaining 17-hour glass tiles by their backs, which are A, B, or C, into three different stacks and shuffle them individually. First, put the stack with the C tiles face down on the hourglass space on the large game board, then the B tiles, and then the A tiles and on top, the lighter start tile. For the fifth step of the setup, place one marker from each player on the first space of each of the character tracks, as well as the development track. Sixth, sort the neutral character tiles without the marking in the player color by their profession. Using the table on the back of the rulebook and based on the number of players, place the correct number of character tiles under appropriate buildings on the game board. Remove any remaining neutral character tiles from the game. Seventh, put the coins on the table close at hand to all players. 
the eighth step of the setup, place the 13 citizen tiles on the marked space on the game board and the beneficial deeds board. Put the remaining tiles on the table. For the ninth step of setup, sort the place tiles by the Roman numerals on the reverse side and place them in a separate stacks on the table. Tenth, shuffle the good style face down and place them face up on the road and waterway spaces, one tile per space. In a four player and a five player games, every such space receives a tile, whereas in two and three player games, some spaces remain empty. Sort the remaining good styles and place them face up on the appropriate spaces of the goods market, which is located on the left side of the game board. 11th. Each player should place their merchant token in Orleon. For the step 12a of the setup is for a three player game. Remove the followers of the unused player colors from the game. Then remove six good tiles from the game at random. Do not place any good style on spaces marked four. Those spaces remain empty. For the step 12b of the setup, it's for a two-player game. Remove the followers of the unused player colors from the game. Then, remove 12 good tiles from the game at random. Do not place any good style on spaces marked with three or four. Those spaces remain empty. And finally, you're now ready to play. Goal of the game. You are trying to achieve dominance in various areas of medieval France. You will get goods, coins, and victory points via production trade, development, and by committing to the common good. Course of play. The youngest player receives the start player token. The game is played over 18 rounds with each round being comprised of seven phases. The first phase of the game has to do with the hourglass. The start player draws the topmost hourglass tile from the stack and turns it face up. The hourglass tiles determine the length of the game. The game ends at the end of the round in which the 18th and last tile is drawn. Each hourglass tile also introduces an event that will affect the current round. There are six different types of events. Except for pilgrimage, events are resolved in phase six, which is the event phase. During phase two, determine who has the most and who has the least farmers. The player whose marker is furthest ahead on the farmer's track receives one coin from the supply. If there is a tie, no player receives the coin. The player whose marker is furthest behind on the track must pay one coin to the supply. If there is a tie, no player has to pay the coin. Please note that in a two-player game, the player who is behind on the track does not have to pay a coin. The player who is ahead still receives a coin. During phase three, draw character tiles from your followers bag and place them on the market. You may draw a number of character tiles from your bag 
equal to or lower than the number indicated by your marker on the Knights track. At the beginning of the game, this number is 4. Place the drawn tiles on the market spaces of your player board. You may not draw more tiles than you can fit in your market. Note that character tiles that you do not use remain on your market, thus taking up spaces that you might need when drawing tiles. During the fourth phase, starting at the same time, all players plan their actions for the current round by placing character tiles from their market to their action spaces. You may leave character tiles on your market to use them in subsequent rounds. Once done, you point out the end of your planning. From this point on, you are no longer allowed to change your mind. In the case of doubt, this happens clockwise in turn, starting with the start player. Each place provides a specific action and requires a certain set of character tiles to activate. The city hall, as well as some place tiles, require only a single character tile for activation, others not at all. Place the required character tiles on the corresponding action spaces of the place you want to activate. A place is considered activated as soon as all of its action spaces have a tile. You can carry out the action during the following or during a future action phase. You are not required to place all required tiles during the same planning phase. You may place some now and the rest in subsequent rounds. As long as you have not placed all of the required tiles, you have not activated the action and may not play it. During phase 5, you may carry out the actions of the places you activated, or in other words, where you placed your followers, or technology tile, on every required space. Beginning with the start player and in clockwise order, each player may carry out one action or pass. If you pass, you cannot carry out any more actions during that round. After you played an action, remove the followers from that action and put them back in your bag. Please note that technology tiles remain on the action spaces you place them until the end of the game. You may carry out your actions in any order. You are not required to carry out an activated action. You may pass even if you could carry out more actions. The action phase ends when all players have passed. If you pass, you cannot participate in the current action phase anymore. Activated actions that you did not use this round remain activated and can be used in a subsequent round. Do not remove character tiles from actions you have not used yet. During phase 6, Resolve the event shown on the hourglass tile of this round. The event affects all players. The possible events that can happen during the game can vary from, for example, not being allowed to go to the monastery, having coins depending on your development status, having to return food items to the supply, having to pay taxes on your goods, receiving coins per each trading station you have on the map, or losing character tiles from your bag. During the seventh and final phase of the round, the current start player passes the start player token 
to the player to their left. The Actions and Places Every place represents a specific action. Your player board features the most common places. As the game progresses, you can acquire additional places. You can play an action if it is activated, or in other words, if all spaces are occupied. After you played an action, remove the character tiles, but not the technology tiles, used to activate it and return them to your followers bag. The places and their actions are here in details. The farmhouse. When activating the farmhouse, take a farmer tile from the farmhouse on the game board and put the farmer into your bag. Then, advance your marker one space on the farmer's track and receive the depicted good. The position of your marker on this track also plays a role during the phase two. The village. In the village, you can receive another boatman, craftsman, or trader. You can choose one of the following. The boatman. Take a boatman tile from the game board and put it in your follower's bag. Then, advance one space on the boatman track and receive the depicted number of coins. On the last space of that track, the first player to get there receives a citizen token instead of coins. The Craftsman Take a Craftsman tile from the game board and put it in your follower's bag. Then, advance one space on the Craftsman track and receive a Technology tile. Put the Technology tile next to your player board. You may only use it after you pass. When using the Technology tile after you pass, you can place it on an action space of your choice to replace the required character tile for the rest of the game. You do not remove the technology tile after you play the action. It remains on its space until the end of the game. There are a few constraints to this. The first technology tile you place in a game must replace a farmer. Subsequent technology tiles may replace any character tile except the monks. Monks can never be replaced with technology tiles. You may not place more than one technology tile at one place. You may also not place a technology tile at a place that only requires a single character tile. You may also not move a technology tile after you placed it. The Trader When choosing the Trader action, take a Trader tile from the game board and put it in your follower's bag. Then, advance one space on the trader's track and expand your city with a playstyle. To expand your city, you may choose a new playstyle. There are two types of playstyles, which are labeled 1 and 2. When you advance on the trader's track for the first time, you may only choose a tile from stack 1. Every other time you advance on the track, you may choose a tile from stack 1 or 2. Place the chosen playstyle next to your player board. You now have another place you can activate or use its special ability. Note: The players may look through the stacks of playstyles at any time. You can see the appendix in the rulebook for details on the different playstyles.
the university. When activating the university place, take a scholar tile from the game board and put it into your followers bag. Then advance one space on the scholars track and receive the depicted number of development points. For each development point you receive during the game, advance your marker one space on the development track. The castle. When activating the castle place, take a night tile from the game board and put it into your followers bag. Then advance one space on the knight's track. The knight's track indicates how many followers you may draw from your bag and place on your market in phase three. At the beginning of the game, you may draw four followers each round. You can increase this number by recruiting knights. Note, when getting your fourth knight, the number of tile you draw from your bag each round does not increase, but you may receive a citizen tile if you are the first player to get there. Note, no matter which track, once your marker moves onto the last space of any track, you may no longer take the corresponding action. The Monastery When activating the Monastery place, take a Monk tile from the game board and put it into your follower's bag. There is no additional bonus like with the other actions. Monks can be used in place of any of the other character tiles. However, the inverse is not true. You cannot use another character tile or a technology tile in place of a monk. The ship place. When activating the ship, move your merchant token from its current location along a waterway, which is a blue connection, to an adjacent town on the main map. If there is a goods tile on the way, you may take it. If there are multiple goods, you may take one of them. Place the goods tile next to your player board. The wagon place. This action is similar to the ship action, but rather than moving along a waterway, move your merchant token along a road, which is a brown connection. Then everything is the same concerning the goods tile. The guild hall place. When activating the guild hall, build a trading station in the town in which your merchant token is present if there is no trading station in that town already, regardless of which player it belongs to. Each town can only have one trading station. There is one exception to this. In Orleans, which is the starting town, each player may build one trading station. The Scriptorium place. When activating the Scriptorium, you receive one development point. Advance your marker one space on the development track. And finally, the Town Hall place. During the planning phase, you can place one or two character tiles in the Town Hall. The Town Hall does not require both spaces to be occupied in order to activate it. When using the Town Hall action, move one or both of your character tiles from the Town Hall to any free appropriate spaces on the Beneficial Deeds board. You receive the depicted reward, which would be one, two, or three coins, 
and in the case of canalization, one coin or one development point. You get the reward for each character you place there. When you complete a beneficial deed, or in other words, you place a tile on the last remaining unoccupied space on a certain section of the board, you receive the citizen tile of that beneficial deed. You cannot replace the character tiles required for beneficial deeds with other tiles, like monks. You must always use the exact character tiles as shown on the spaces. Character tiles used for beneficial deeds remain there for the rest of the game. Please note that you may not place the followers of your color, or in other words, your initial farmer, boatman, craftsman, and trader into the town hall. The development track. Some spaces of the development track show coins or contain a citizen tile. If you move your marker onto or past a space with coins, you receive the depicted amount of coins from the supply. If you are the first player to move onto or past a space with a citizen tile, you receive that tile. Development status spaces indicate your state of development. If you move onto or past such a space, your development status immediately becomes the depicted value. At the beginning of the game, this value is 1. Note that your development status affects several aspects of the game, such as events, various places, as well as the victory point value of your citizen tiles and trading stations at the end of the game. End of the game scoring. The game ends after 18 rounds. Before you proceed with the scoring, the player who has built the most trading stations receives the remaining citizen tile. If there is a tie, no player receives the tile. Then, determine your final scores. You score victory points for your coins, goods, trading stations, and citizen tiles. For coins, score one victory point for each coin you have. For the goods, gain victory points in the following way. For each brocade you have, gain five victory points. For each wool you have, gain four victory points. For each wine you have, gain three victory points. For each cheese you have, gain two victory points. And for each grain you have, gain one victory points. The trading stations and citizen tiles score the same way. Each trading station you've built and every citizen tile you've collected is worth a number of victory points equal to your development status. For example, if you've built five trading stations and collected two citizen tiles and your development status is four, then you would receive a total of five plus two times four which would be a total of 28 victory points. The player with the most victory points wins. In case of a tie, the player further ahead on the development track wins. If still tied, then there are just multiple winners. Torture. Every time you must pay something, for example, during events, and you cannot do so, you must undergo torture. 
you must replace every missing coin with something else from this list. Either a trading station, which would be an already built one or one from your supply. You may choose a follower, in which case draw a random one from your bag. As long as you draw a follower of your color, put the follower back into the bag and draw again. For torture, you may also choose a development point, in which case you move your marker on the development track one space to the left, but not onto or past a space with coins. You may choose a good style, which would be one tile per coin. You may choose a play style, or you may choose a technology tile. You may replace the missing coins with any mix of items from this list. For example, if you owe five coins, you may replace them with one follower, two trading stations, and two development points. All items lost in this process are removed from the game. Only development points can be regained. And that is it for chapter 17 of the Book of Rulebooks, Orleon, a game designed by Reiner Stockhausen and published by Capstone Games and DLP Games. My name was Mathieu Labrosse, and thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next chapter, in which we'll cover the game Too Many Bones. <laughs>